0: Welcome to episode five of the new and improved Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your
1: co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla.
0: And this week on the podcast, we are going to be talking VIP tours. Heather recently had the chance to do one in Disneyland, and Sharla had the chance just a few days later to do one in Walt Disney World. So we're going to be comparing and contrasting and getting into the nitty gritty of it. What exactly did they each get to do on their tours? And... Is it worth it for the price? Full disclosure, they did not pay for these tours. They were um, prizes that they won through our travel agency. So they each happened to win one because they are, of course, the best. Um, But So they did not pay the price of these tours, but we do know what these tours were worth. So we're gonna be getting into the value of it all. Uh, And then up first, we have our hot take section. If you are new to the podcast, this used to be our news section. We've revamped it, and we just sort of pick a topic every week that's timely and, you know, give you our opinions on it. Today, it was announced that the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique is reopening at both Walt Disney World and, I think, Disneyland, right? Uh, And they're going to start taking reservations for that soon. Of course, it being still-ish COVID times, um, you know, that was one of the last things to come back. But um, that is now returning, and I want to know... What are your thoughts? What do you ladies think of the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique? We, we started to have a conversation before and I was like,
1: wait, 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 say for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I've only been once ever because obviously I don't have children. But years and years and years ago, um, I was there with my extended family and my mom and I brought my niece to it. Um, and she was very young at the time and she loved getting it done and then immediately wanted to rip everything out of her head because. There was so much glitter and hairspray and the bun was so tight that she just kept scratching at her head. I think she wore it for a half an hour. We got some pictures taken um, and that was it. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> all of that money just completely gone. Uh, but at the same time that she was getting it done, I, my friend and I were also getting makeovers because this was so long ago, like right after it opened, that adults were still allowed to go.
0: Oh.
1: And I have to tell you, I had a great time. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I would do it again for myself in heartbeat, mostly because of the glitter.
2: <laughs> the, the glitter is the thing I hate most in the world. I was
1: about to say, for Charlotte yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Well, okay, so we did it for Nora on a cruise ship. We did not do it in the parks. And she had an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. We did not... So there are several different packages at both the theme parks and the cruise line so you can go all out and get the hundreds or maybe even thousands of dollars and the dress and the everything else we did not do that we just did the hair and the makeup and I think they painted her nails too and you get a Mm -hmm. sash um she loved it she had a fantastic experience it was really adorable I like to see it she did keep it in like that night and I think she tried to sleep in it and her hair so fine I don't think it It lasted. Uh, It lasted. But um, she loved it. had a great time. If we want to talk about, is it worth the price? I mean, for us, it was. Because, again, we we got like the lowest or the second lowest tier. Mm -hmm. If you're going to buy the super expensive Royal Princess package, no, I don't think it's worth the price.
0: Yeah. So I, for the entire 13 years that I was a travel agent, would shock clients every time. And they would say, "Oh, I think we're going to book the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. What do you think about that?" And a hundred percent of the time, I'm like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't, <laughs> don't do it! Just don't do it!" Because any client that ignored me, then came home and was like, "You were right," <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's, in my opinion, it is, you know, time away from the parks, and that's okay. Like if, like if you have a daughter that like. Is in dance classes or pageants or like is a super 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 girly girl or you have a little boy who really is like into that type of thing, um, then sure okay your mileage may vary but for a vast majority of the kids, in my experience and in you know all the clients that I spoke to the bun was too tight the hair was too itchy the too, you know the dress was too scratchy. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do something special like that for your little girl. I just think there's alternatives to it that are less expensive and that you can do that are much more comfortable, but still make them feel special. I yeah. I, that my objection is not to the, you know, to the look or to the thing or the process. Um, for example, there are fairy godmothers that were laid off at the beginning of the pandemic that, of course, have been laid off this entire time that are now doing this on privately like have set up businesses on the side, doing a very similar process. They come to your hotel room and do it and they can do it for children. They can do it for adults. It's typically more affordable than the Disney packages were. Um, But I also, and this is ironic given that I'm the least crafty person on this podcast. I think there's like a real DIY option that you can do. You can go buy hair glitter. You can go buy a little tiara. You can go buy an inexpensive or a comfortable princess dress or Prince dress or whatever, you know, like Prince costume, like whatever. You can go buy something special and still come out much more comfortable and way cheaper.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Besides, I- besides I- the price, those uh like dresses that you get at Kohl's mm-hmm. are way more comfortable. Way more Even comfortable. if they were the same price, it, they are so much more comfortable. They don't itch like that That with all that tulle and stuff in them. They are mm-hmm. so itchy. And I think you're going to have a better uh, bang for your buck with mm-hmm. an you know, license, but not in the park dress. Yeah.
1: Well, I think, Sarah, you made an interesting point before we started recording, and it was how are little girls going to know about this anyway? Yes. you're right. They're not Mm -hmm. going to know about this. They're not sitting on the blogs or or the Instagram or whatever. It's their
0: mothers who see this and
1: think, oh, my God. Exactly. (laughs) This is an experience very much for mom or grandma or dad or whoever it may be. It's very much that- oh, okay, well, we have to do this. I mean, this is going to be amazing because all of the pictures that we're going to get, your daughter or your son doesn't really care about it. Will they see another
0: kid in the park and have a question about it? Maybe.
2: Yeah, but my experience was different because we were on a ship. He walked past it.
0: The ship is different. I'm talking about the parks.
2: And she she specifically asked for it. Now, she was a little bit older than some of the four or five-year-olds, so she did know about it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I wasn't going to do it was I going to do it if she didn't ask for it? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't regret for a second that we did it. Yeah. Um. And again, on a cruise ship, I'm much more likely to not pay attention to the money than I am in the park.
0: Yeah. What is that? I don't. Know. <laughs> i the same way because you're not one pulling one. out cash. Never pay at home. Yeah,
1: you're not pulling out cash. You're not pulling out a credit card. It's just a tap of your little key card yep. and off you yeah.
2: go. <laughs> I mean, cruise ship money is different, and you know we did. Of course, we did not spend the top tier money or anything like right. that because I did know the difference. But uh, cruise ship money is different for me, and I don't regret a second
0: week. Well we... Monopoly money, yeah,
2: my... yeah. <laughs> But she did see it and ask for it. So we went in there and asked if they could accommodate it. Yeah, like that's we booked it on the ship. Right we didn't the ship,
0: you walk by it all the time. Yeah, like, that's different. But, in the but parks... we didn't,
2: we didn't book it ahead of time and all that. Yeah. Um, now I will say, so in the parks, the one inside the parks always sells out quicker than the other ones. Uh, yeah. Now there's one at the Grand Floridian and there has always been one at Disney Springs. I guess mm-hmm. it's still there. Um So... I can understand why you would want to do it in the theme park versus going all the way
0: to Disney Springs. Um, but it's the same price. So, I, I, see, but that's my point. So I, yeah. All right. So, my attitude is if you are going to do it, do it in the castle. Yeah. Like, well, and
2: now it's not even in the castle, it's behind the castle, but it's still right. right there at it's it. It's still right, it's right there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I would say before you sign your child up, the number one question that I ask people is, is your child tender headed? Do they <laughs> he hate having that. their hair done? Do they hate mm-hmm. having their hair braided, touched, whatever? Because it is a- They're not gentle. They are. They well, I think they're as gentle as they can be, but to get the look that they're going for, like if you have a tender headed child and a lot of you understood what I meant when I just said tender headed, some of you mm-hmm. know of what I'm talking about. If you know, you know, um, <laughs> like this is maybe not for your child. So <laughs> I just could put that out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that does it on Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Your mileage may vary if it is something that you think you will enjoy, then by all means go for it. Enjoy it. Make the most out of it. Don't be surprised if the hair lasts an hour. Don't be surprised if they get in the pool and glitter floats away. Don't be you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: but. we're not here to kill joy. We're just no, saying. No. Hey, for us, would we no. to- Yeah, I would do it again for me, not for a kid, though. I don't waste the money that was for my niece. <laughs> <laughs> But the memories are worth it. I have zero memory of her like that. I think we have one picture. Like it lasted <laughs> that long. I have memories of me, <laughs> but <Yeah>. not her.
0: <laughs> I just think if you're going to spend that amount of money, I personally, for me, I would spend it somewhere else. Again, still do the cute little thing. Oh, this is this is my this is my pro tip. Target, Kohl's, places like that almost inevitably in the pajama section have little princess nightgowns that are meant to look like princess yeah. dresses they yeah. look exactly like princess dresses that cost like t- 15 20 bucks that's they're so much did. more comfortable they're mm-hmm. so much lighter because the last thing you want like i mean those dresses are hot it, it is it is hot in orlando for a lot of the year like i know i as a kid i would have been dying so consider an alternative that's all i'm
2: saying <laughs> and you can still go to the baby baby boutique in your own dress. Yep, absolutely. You, to, you know, so yep. if you want to do some of it, then absolutely do some of it. You just don't have to do everything if you just yeah. do a little bit of pre-planning.
0: Yeah. You know your kid best. Try not to let, you know, the sort of the image and the, you know, prettiness and the dream of it all override your actual child.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> and mean, that's and that's, that's true guilty. of everything
2: at Disney, not yes. just the Pivot-Guard Routique.
1: And don't feel guilty if you don't want to take your kid. Don't feel like, oh, I see this is on all the message boards and all the blogs and this is the thing we're supposed to do. If your kid isn't going to like it, don't feel bad. That's okay. Okay. You don't have to do it. Yep. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So coming up next, we're going to be talking all things VIP tours. It's a coast versus coast debate. Stay tuned. (music) All right, ladies. I'm just going to go in chronological order. Heather had hers first. So we're going to go West Coast first
1: west coast Sorry, best Sharma.
0: coast oh <laughs> east coast,
1: east coast. Um, I just want you all to know i am not from the west coast i'm very yes, firmly from, from the northeast like, don't listen to her <laughs> so i get very angry when people say that to me out here <laughs> but it it felt appropriate <laughs> all right
0: so heather you did your vip tour um at the end of may was it a weekday
1: um, it was a Friday. It was a Friday, so a okay. weekday, but um, it was actually the start of Memorial Day weekend. So, All right. you know, still a weekday. All it right. got more crowded in the afternoons. I'm sure. Day. So let's start in the pre-planning
0: phase. Like what was your communications with the VIP tour office prior to your tour?
1: Here is what I think my favorite part about the VIP tours is, yes, you get to skip all the lines. That's fantastic. My favorite part is that I don't have to plan anything. I don't have to do a park pass. I don't have to, I don't have to decide, you know, am I getting a a lightning lane? Do I have to buy genie Put I do nothing. So the VIP office sent me an email saying first you you reach out you set up your tour i want it on this date once it's confirmed they send you an email and say how many people are going to be in your party or do you have any children what are their ages do we have any favorite characters what time would you like to start where would you like to start is there anything that is a must do that oh gosh we have a kid who's a princess freak and we have to meet so and so and you just respond to their email and they'll say okay Great. We have it all taken care of. Your guide will meet you at such and such a place at such and such a time. And that's it. That's it. That was the extent of my work. And for me, I plan these trips for a living. I know how much work they are and I don't really have time to do it for myself. So that that being taken off the plate is worth every penny right there. Okay. So how many people were in your party? There was a total of nine of us. We had a big group. So because um, this was like a fun little prize that I got, we thought, let's invite all of our friends and just kind of do like this big group trip. So um, we had four adults, five adults and four children. And the children ranged in age from three up to uh, eight. So we had a lot of little ones in tow, which is interesting because that's a different dynamic than if you're doing the VIP tour with just adults
0: hmm So what were your, like, what did you, what did you put on your questionnaire? What were your answers to all of those questions?
1: Um, well, we decided we wanted to start in the morning simply because I did not want to have to drive home in Los Angeles traffic late in the afternoon. On the
0: Friday night of a holiday weekend, really? Exactly. Yeah,
1: heard it's <laughs> so we um, started at 9 a.m. The park opened at 8. What I think is really cool, um, I'm not sure about this, in Florida, but it, in Florida, they do, they will give you private transportation between the parks. They don't do that in California because you don't need to transport yourself. You just walk 30 right. seconds. The parks between, are 20 seconds apart. <laughs> yeah. Like, and if you've never been to Disneyland, like, that's not an exaggeration. The, the parks are so close that you can walk back and forth between. In 30 seconds so there is no transportation included instead what they'll give you is complimentary valet parking at the grand californian on the day of your tour so if oh, you're a local nice. you're driving in or even if you are staying at the parks you can move your car and not have to pay forty dollars for one day so it's complimentary you drive right up to the port Cochere, give your name they say oh okay we have you right here and there you go. Just completely included. And so you don't have to walk far. You don't have to worry about going to a parking garage. You're just right there to begin with, which is nice.
0: Nice. Okay. So now I want to do this segment by segment. So Charla, now we'll do you. Okay. What was your experience with the pre-planning part of the tour?
2: Um, I... It was easy. It was very easy. We got And so f- first of all we did it 1 week after Heather did it. And it was a Friday and it was June 3rd, so it would have been exactly
0: Exactly a week later. A okay. week
2: later. Um so we got I didn't really get a questionnaire. I just got, you know, like when do you want to meet and what is the makeup of your party. And we decided, I decided, I decided it all and just told everybody because it was easier that way. Um, I decided <laughs> this is what we're doing <laughs> to um, do noon to seven because mm-hmm. that way we wouldn't really have to deal with any meals or anything like that. So that was why I planned it that way. So we met at the Contemporary Resort at noon and went till seven. Okay.
0: And how many people were in your party? We had 10. 10 and uh, how, we had makeup
2: okay so the youngest was seven he turned seven that day so it was you know oh, <laughs> that's how you um, celebrate yeah we had three kids seven uh 11 and 10 and then we had uh seven adults and the youngest was not quite 40
0: and the old the oldest was 60s so okay all right. And so 10 is the most you can have on a tour, right. correct? And we packed it out. <laughs> you if maxed you have, it right then, out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you have now, more than two people, you can get two you it counts as two tours. You have two tour guides. Right. So
0: mm-hmm. and that's 10. something I think it's a really important for people to know. Um that cutoff is, you know, if you have eleven people, yeah. <laughs> you're now paying for you're now you're now paying double.
1: Right. Even I if just it's just one extra happen. person. I just had that happen to a client. They were so excited to book their VIP tours and they have 11 people and they were like, oh gosh, okay. That just seems like too much money at this point. Um, but so make sure you're aware of that. And infants count towards your total. It yeah. doesn't matter if they're never going on a ride, not they count towards your group total yeah. no matter what.
2: Yep. I mean, one benefit is that the tour guide is, Basically, your babysitter if all the people want to go except for like one kid. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's true. It's
0: true. <laughs> that, that was helpful. That, yeah. that was really helpful. So, okay. So now it's the day of your tour. Heather, you said you guys met at the Grand Californian.
1: We actually met our um, tour guide in the park. I'm and sorry. this is kind of a pro tip whether, no matter what coast you're on, meet them in the park. Don't use like, yes, it's a benefit that you get the transportation in Florida, but don't use that time at the beginning. Yeah, it also counts that's, towards
0: your time. Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: One thing, that's one thing I do wish I had done differently. Um, the reason that
2: I planned out the day and which parks to go to first and last was I wanted to end at Magic Kingdom so we could easily get back to the Contemporary and our friends that were not uh, staying at the Contemporary. Uh, one was at the campground so they could take a boat and the other one was off-site So they, they were able to park at the contemporary. So um, I wish that I had met them in the park instead of wasting mm-hmm. like 20 minutes or so. But,
1: but you know, live and learn. I've, I, sometimes I like them to pick me. I've definitely done them in Florida. I'm like, just pick me up at the boardwalk, please. I don't want to deal with um, waiting in line and bag check and things like right. that because in Florida, and the- save us some time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Saves you a ton bad. of time, right? Um, because the cool thing about in Florida, and I know we're kind of getting off the topic of the start of the day, but you don't have to wait in regular um, entry lines. You have you your car will drive you backstage, whichever park you're going to, and you have a private entrance. And your tour guide will scan your bands there, and and just this way, you're not going through all of that security, waiting right. in all of those lines. Like you just you're in and out in a flash.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you met your tour guide in the parks.
1: Yes, we started in um, California Adventure because the number one thing I wanted to see was Web Slingers because after my disastrous opening day of Avengers Campus, I still, a year later, had not written <laughs> Web Slingers. Um, and so that I was like, that is the number one thing that I need to get done. And so that was the first ride that we did. Okay. Um, Spoiler alert. It is not worth three hour wait, people. I don't know what y'all are doing. It's not worth it. Um, But I got to go on it with a one second wait. We just walked right in. So that was our first ride
0: nice okay so from web slingers then what so i'm gonna keep well, hang on i'm gonna keep score okay so web slinger i can
1: tell you right now one. i'm not gonna remember the number of rides no. i did but i do oh. remember the total i did that's right i'm it keeping was, track I'm keeping 21 track. rides we did 21 rides 21 rides wow. in one day in eight days oh also important to note the vip tours in california are eight hours minimum
0: oh um in
1: florida they are seven hours okay so, you, In get California, you get an extra hour
0: okay.
1: um, so we did 21 attractions there but so from web slingers i think we I, oh gosh what did we do and we did everything This things that i would never normally do but like just i wanted to kill justin he's like let's go on the the zephyrs we've never done that and i'm like who wants to waste our VIP time doing the zephyrs? But we did it. Which <laughs> I've never done it before, so I guess it was good. The zephyrs um, are those.
0: I've never done like, the zephyrs. Swing, yeah, yeah, those spinny swing things, yeah, yeah.
1: We did that. Not the we
0: swings. Did, they're like sleds. They're like spinning sleds.
1: They look like um like what the blimp. They look like a blimp. Exactly. Look like, so like yeah. a zeppelin. Yeah, like a zeppelin. Yeah. Um. So we did that stupid thing. We did um. Toy Story in, Midway Mania Incredicoasters. When we were on Incredicoaster and the kids didn't want to ride, they did the Jesse's carousel thing. Um we did Radiator Springs Ra- No, we did not. Radiator Springs Racers was down that day, but we did um Mater Junkyard Jamboree. We did the fly the Luigi's dancing car thing. Um I we love did that so much. Uh, I searching. do too. It's so much fun. So much fun. Um Some of the group did Tower of Terror. I certainly did not. We did Monsters, Inc. We did Little Mermaid because we had princess fans. We did. What else did we do? I mean, we did every ride in that park. Every ride. Wow. It it was just like, bam, bam, bam. And then we sat for a 40 minute lunch, which normally we wouldn't do. But we had little ones and they were getting cranky. And they oh, we also did Soren, obviously. Um, So. uh, by like one o'clock we were done with California Adventure. We had seen it all. Okay. And you said you stopped for lunch. We did. We stopped for lunch. We just did quick service. I didn't want to get any um table service to take up a lot of time. Normally we wouldn't have even stopped for that long, but the little ones, you know, were cranky and mm-hmm. this one didn't want to eat here and they didn't want this from this one. So we were running all over the park trying to get them lunch from everywhere else. But And so how did the VIP tour
0: like did the VIP tour guide help with that at all or coordinate Mm -hmm. anything
1: sure they're fantastic in that they kind of know the timing of things of what you wanted to do what you've mentioned to them that morning and then they'll say okay who's getting hungry let's do one more let's okay what do you like to eat where's this we make they'll make suggestions for you and then they'll say okay let's get on our apps let's order our food and then we can go on one more ride and it'll be time for our window to open up so she was kind of like So you do
0: everything's mobile order. Mobile
1: order, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also if you do want sit-down dining reservations, whether it's during your tour or after, you can email the VIP team before your trip, and they will they will make your dining reservations for you.
0: Awesome.
1: They'll also do that for you specifically on the tour as well if you decide oh my gosh you know it's 4 p.m the tour ends in two hours is there anything available at this restaurant they have a whole team of people sitting at their desks waiting to help you and they usually especially in Florida have really big pull and access to reservations that the rest of us wouldn't and so they'll call and like in 99 percent of the situations they're able to get you in a place. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. that you couldn't get yourself in. So, And did the tour guide eat with you, not eat with you? Yes. So, I Charlotte, I think it may still be different in Florida. You'll have to correct me when you tell us about your lunch. But in California, they are allowed to eat with you now. Um, so she just kind of sat. She went and got her own lunch because you don't have to buy them lunch. It's part of their job. It's included for them. Um, so she went, got her own lunch, and then sat with us, and we all just hung out and chatted.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so that's I think a good pause. We can switch over to Charlotte. Charlotte, why don't you tell us about the first part of your day?
2: Okay. So we started at Disney Hollywood Studios. We had several members of our party, especially the boys, who had not ridden anything in Galaxy's Edge, and they are huge Star Wars fans. So mm. that was a big priority. Uh, we had been to Galaxy's Edge the day before, but not ridden anything. Uh, so we have a really cute video of the little boy seeing it for the first time. <laughs> it's adorable. adorable. Um, but we had, n- they had not ridden anything in there. So we started with um, Rise of the Resistance. And we went on to, or we, actually I think we started with Smuggler's Run, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Then we went on to Rise of the Resistance. We wrote those. Then we went to Slinky Dog Dash
0: mm-hmm.
2: and wrote that. Um, I can't remember if we wrote Toy Story Mania if we had done that the day before, but. That was, we had done that. Um, we rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And
0: I believe that was it in that park. In Hollywood Studios. Okay. Yeah. Now you said you did not do a meal during your tour. Uh,
2: no, we, when we got to our second park, w- w- our second park was Epcot. And when we got there, we um, ate at the American Adventure, one of the, uh, my, our aunt wanted a turkey leg and so, we, okay. got, so, we, got, so <laughs> we got turkey legs, but we were like on the go. So, okay. got uh, it. and also to clarify, I didn't say this earlier. We did three parks. We planned on doing three parks. We did not go to animal kingdom and we had okay. not planned on going to animal kingdom. So, okay, perfect.
0: Which makes sense given sort of how far away it is from everything else in order to maximize your time. If you're going to exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Heather, after
1: lunch, you said After we're done lunch, with California Adventure. Yes, so we hopped over to Disneyland Park, um, which again takes all of thirty seconds. So from there, we decided that we were going to hit up all the Fantasyland rides because we had two three-year-olds in the group, and like those girls were very good and very patient. And you know, they they rode Sword and they rode the Little Mermaid and the Zephyrs, but they didn't ride much else. So. Right. You know, it was their turn to kind of get in some action. And if any of you have been to Disneyland before, you know how busy those rides are in Fantasyland by 1.30 <laughs> in the <laughs> afternoon. You're basically waiting like over an hour for each ride. Peter Pan is like three. Um, and we did every single ride in Fantasyland. So, every, even the carousel, which I like I never ride the carousel unless it's like the park is empty. Did every I have a question. Time. I have a question about that. Because, typically, um, you get access
2: to every attraction through the Lightning Lane. But Fantasyland at Disneyland has no Lightning Lane. So, how do? You, what do you do?
1: You go exit? in the exit. Go in the exit. Which means we skipped that two-and-a-half-hour wait for Peter Pan and walked right on.
0: Nice.
1: Which, in my opinion, is the only way to do it. Because <laughs> that why every single park, the two U.S. parks, China, Paris every park that ride always that ride has an always obscene true. weight yep. why it's it's, it's cute it's cute it's not worth a two hour wait so <laughs> <laughs> maybe right that right there was worth it for the day <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so you got to do everything in Fantasyland, which is yeah. awesome I think um, we skipped
1: the teacups I was vetoed because nobody else likes to do the teacups but what? me and Copley so yeah. yeah but we did Alice in Wonderland we did that um okay. I can't remember if, I don't think we did It's a Small World. I can't remember if we did that or not. Um, but, you know, we got to ride the new Snow White, Peter Pan, Toad, Scary Pinocchio, the Carousel. We did um, Casey Jr. We did Alice in Wonderland. I mean, we did everything. Storybook things. Um, no, we we were like, it's too hot to sit in the sun for that.
0: The ride is hot, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's very cute, but it, it was hot out. We didn't need to be doing that midday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, for an hour in Fantasyland, we hit all of those rides. And the kids were super excited, happy. Like, it was just, it was so easy.
0: That's awesome. Uh, all right. So, Charlotte, after you left Hollywood Studios, what was next? Uh, we Epcot, went Epcot, I
2: guess. Epcot. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. <laughs> we went to Epcot. And we,
2: that was where I felt like we went a little bit awry. Mm -hmm. Because only because Epcot is so big and they want to take you to park, you know, to 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 park at the attractions. But there's just limitations on where you can park and what Mm -hmm. you can do. So we only did two attractions in Epcot. Mm -hmm. Um, We we did Soarin' and we did Ratatouille, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Which that was a priority because most of the people had not done that, and Mm -hmm. Soren was a priority because it's Soren and it's awesome. (laughs) We wanted to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you even been
0: to Epcot? If you didn't go on Soren, yeah.
2: Well, we wanted to do Guardians of the Galaxy, but it had been down most of the day, and we were so our. That's one thing that the tour guide can do is they talk to each other and they like are texting with the office and stuff all the time. So, you know, when things are, up you don't and have down. to go all the way over there to find out if it's down. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I know that you can do that on the app now too, but it was, I didn't even pull out my
0: phone to, to do anything. Okay. Um, see that right there almost seems like given, you know, how much you have to use your phone now. Yeah. <laughs> that um That right there seems like it might be worth it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it, it was, yeah, it was fantastic. But so she was keeping me posted and we really did want to go over there. But basically it came up right as the time that it, we should have been going over there. And then it was getting to be like 4 o'clock or 4.30. And I was like, this is cutting it close. And we like we had the kids and we wanted to do a lot of things in the Magic Kingdom as well. So we... Um, I said I, I called it, and there were only three of us that wanted to ride Guardians in anyway. Mm-hmm. And we had done it the day before because I had bought the Lightning Lane the day before. Oh, okay. So as much as it was, it was it's such a great new attraction. I said, let's call it, let's not go. <laughs> um, and that was stressful for me because I didn't want to disappoint anybody. Right. Um, but I. I did. I called it and I said, okay, let's, let's go. Let's, let's leave here and go to the Magic Kingdom because she said, our tour guide was great. And she said, we can get so much done in the Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. if we go over there. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Um, And I think everybody will have a better time if we just go over there. So we had a couple of hours in the Magic Kingdom to finish out our day. So that's good to know
0: that it's, it's very flexible. Like even in the middle of the tour, you can just sort of pivot and. Change oh, yeah. mind and
1: yeah, yeah you're you're not locked into anything with these tours and even if the group wants to split up obviously only the people who stay with the tour guide get the vip access but you don't have to if you're if you're tired and i just need to go sit down and have a snack great tell us where to meet you we'll meet you later like you you can do whatever you want on these tours mm-hmm. right
2: mm-hmm. and and our tour guide had said that um they she's she's done tours before where there are no breaks there is if you want to eat or if you want to go to the bathroom, you miss the next ride and you catch up on the next <laughs> one, and okay, oh, that, that is, hard is hard exhausting. <laughs> okay, well, we weren't going to do that because we had some people that didn't walk as well, and we got a wheelchair for one, and that helped out. And th- and she coordinated that too. Um, after the first part, she was like, "We'll get a we'll get her a wheelchair for the for the next thing," and they had it waiting at the. Um, at the entrance when we or at the back entrance when we got there so yep that was and then we had to leave it but then they had one at the magic Kingdom That's so awesome. it was it was awesome um when we got I don't know if you want to go back to Heather but when we, I don't want to forget this when we got to the magic Kingdom they had ice cream for us uh, oh. he asked us beforehand like to kind of take an order like how many Mickey bars, how many of the Mickey sandwiches and then they, they had a strawberry fruit. Type mm-hmm. as well yeah
1: your guides are really good at this and I think Florida is a little bit better than California in this is I the last VIP tour I did last year in Florida the the guide you know it was October it was super hot and humid and it was like every half an hour here's water here's oh this, yeah do that like it's it they are constantly taking care mm-hmm. of you so that you know if she they even hear somebody mention like dad I'm thirsty like you get off a ride and they're there waiting for you with bottles of water
2: mm-hmm yeah tons of tons of uh times to get water and even when like i remember my daughter one time uh didn't want to ride something she's like why don't you come with me on a special thing and we didn't know what they were doing but they brought us water um we made sure to get blue and green milk and things like that too when we were in galaxy's edge Mm -hmm. so it was a a nice little you know we didn't really split the party but you know some she the tour guide and um
0: one of the kids usually would kind of go and get something done, so, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. All right, so Heather, so now we're on sort of the the back third <laughs> or whatever mm-hmm. of your trip. Mm-hmm. You've done uh, Fantasyland, and so sort of like, what was the, the latter part of your day like?
1: So the last part of our day were the big hits, right? We did all of the, the huge rides, save for Pirates of the Caribbean, because it wasn't open at the time. It was still down for refurb. So we hit up... Space Mountain. Thunder Mountain. We did Smuggler's Run. Um, what's the other? Rise of the Resistance. We did uh, Haunted Mansion. We did Splash Mountain. And Indiana Jones. And then ended our last ride. Was Jungle Cruise.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, right. We
1: basically did both parks. We did all the things
0: at both parks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... So it's the end of your tour. And like, do you just say goodbye to your tour guide? Like, how, like, what's how do how do you sort of wrap
1: up? So they're really good when you're about an hour left. They'll say, hey, so, you know, we're an hour out. Is there anything that you really want to get on? We have time to do X, Y and Z. So you they kind of give you come up with a plan. Um And it depends on how much you want to do. I've had tours where guides just like walk you to the ride, get you in line, and then you say goodbye and they're off. Um, Or uh, on this particular tour, the guide rode Jungle Cruise with us. And then we all said our goodbyes. Um, It really just depends. You also have the option of adding on extra time. You can't do it ahead of time. You have to do it that day of with your guide. uh, And you just let them know, I'd like another hour, another three hours where you can go up to an extra three hours and they'll just run your credit card that they have on file and charge you for the additional time. So it depends Mm -hmm. on you. Um, Mm -hmm. But obviously we were getting tired. The kids were exhausted and, and I had a long drive back up to um los angeles so we said our goodbyes i always tip my guide i think you should that was my next question how do you handle tipping yeah this is the one position in disney that you are allowed to tip and these people earn every second of it they're dealing with you for eight hours they're handling every wants need special request that could come up and so um how you, t- like, there is no set in stone rule of what you should tip. We all have a friend that used to be a guide. So I always try to consult with her to make sure that I'm doing something good. She said she's gotten no tips before. She's gotten $20 before. She's gotten, you know, up to 30% the cost of the cruise. It just depends on you, what you can afford, and how happy you are. So I always try to give at least 10% of the cruise, or of the cruise, of the the tour. tour
0: yeah.
1: Um, Just because they they do. They deserve it. They do so much for you. And then not only are they doing so much for you, they are happy and entertaining whilst doing it. Like, they Mm -hmm. have a wealth of knowledge, these tour guys. It's not just about getting you on the rides and making your dining reservations. Like, they're pointing out hidden details and telling you little secrets that you might have passed by before. So it's it's a fun overall experience. So they deserve the tip. Yeah.
2: Um, Well, our end of the day was one of those where she said... um, well, I want to go through what we did at the Magic Kingdom, too. But she said, I can get you on a ride and leave you in the line. So that's basically what she did. And our last official ride was Peter Pan's flight. And I she went all the way through to the end. And it was like 7.02. It was perfect time-wise. <laughs> and I gave her the tip. And she left from there. And um, so that, that was how we handled it ourselves. Um, but we wanted to maximize everything. Um, but we went, so we went to the Magic Kingdom and we rode quite a bit, uh, Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion, um, Jungle Cruise, several things in Fantasyland, and we ended up at, oh, we were, we rode Winnie the Pooh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, I'm trying to go through everything that we did, um, but yeah, we ended up at Peter Pan's flight right at, seven and then we some of the family members uh left and we ended up staying until nine or ten o'clock <laughs> just do and we were exhausted but we were like it's not that crowded right now let's keep going and we rode everything else so um and because we did not get to ride figment at epcot uh, nor really wanted to do that we had the extra morning planned and we were planning on leaving but we did have park tickets and the vip office arranged our um park pass reservations for epcot instead of animal kingdom so they changed it for us so that we didn't have to deal with that too so i mean the things that they can do is never ending like you just ask them and if they can do it they're going to do it for you
1: and i think that we didn't neither of us did these things so we didn't touch on it but they can also do Um, reserved seating for any of the nighttime shows Um, they can do reserved seating for any of the parades you have like front of front row center like the best viewing possible reserved for vip tour guests so Mm -hmm. like if you really want to see phantasmic at disneyland and you don't want to wait out in the the streets for four hours to get a good spot just line up your your tour to end with Fantasmic and you go to this reserved viewing area. You Mm -hmm. don't have to wait for hours. Um, And I think that's something that a lot of people don't know or don't take advantage of because obviously most people are there to ride the rides. But if you're a show person, I mean, I've done VIP tours where we've gone to um, turtle talk with crush and they tell you, Oh, just wait, just wait. And so the theater empties out and you have a private audience with crush. Mm -hmm. Or if there is, they weren't doing this, back then but now that regular character greetings are back i'm sure that they're doing them again but if you have a little girl who just really loves ariel they can arrange for a private greeting with ariel without having to wait in line you know so they they do things like that to really plus up your day yeah yeah we had something one time and this was not exactly a vip tour but
2: kind of a favor where we got to stay behind the frozen show and have a meet and greet with the cast which was Absolutely fantastic.
0: we literally knocked over Elsa and Anna to get to the storytellers <laughs> To get because to the story. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Elsa because... looked mildly offended, but.
2: Yeah. And, because, and they were, the storytellers were like, you're here for, we know you're here for them. We're like, no, we're no, here, we're for, here you. for you. We, we, we <laughs> want to talk to you. Um, but that's the type, yeah, that's the type of thing they could, they could do. Um, yep. And some of it you may want to pre plan ahead of time like that type of thing you may want to pre-plan or one time at Disneyland we got to stay after at Aladdin too and we had something at the after the Aladdin show so which isn't there anymore sadly but um you know that type of thing you could probably do if you planned it ahead of time just ask you know be I mean obviously be polite and courteous but ask if there's anything that you can that you can possibly do yeah
0: So what would you say to somebody who's contemplating a VIP tour? Like, what is, what to you was the most sort of stand out, this is the reason to do it?
1: I feel like, and I was saying this to you ladies before, a VIP tour is expensive. There's no way around that. It is pricey. However... The value is there. Just because something is expensive doesn't mean it's not worth it. And I think that until you do one, all you see is that price tag. Mm -hmm. And once you do one, you realize all the value that you've gotten out of that money you've spent. And you'll never not want to do one again. You might not be able to afford to do one on every trip, but you'll certainly put it in your budget for every other trip. Mm -hmm. It's just so worth it. And I think... When taking into consideration whether or not you should do this, you should be looking at the time of year you're going. Is it during Christmas week? You know, is it is it during summer break? Is it a traditionally busy time? Or has it been a long time since you've been there and there's, you know, a half a dozen rides that you really, really want to go on? Maybe it's more exciting for you to get a VIP tour guide versus Lightning Lanes and Genie Plus and having to deal with all of that. Or if you just – you want to go on vacation and you don't want to stress out and you don't want to deal with all of this stuff Disney is making us plan ahead of time, get a VIP tour guide. Then you can actually go on vacation and enjoy yourself, not have to think about anything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I would – if there was anything I could change, I would have only done two parks at Walt Disney World. I would have probably skipped Epcot simply because of size. I mean – I love, you We, you all know, we all love Epcot, but be, just because of size, I would have skipped that mm-hmm. um, and s- focused on studios and Magic Kingdom. That's what I would have.
1: I, I think that's a good thing to point out, too, is because we're all tempted to do a ton of parks in Florida because you get the transportation and you have, you know, somebody who can guide you through the lines, but it's still a long drive between the parks. Right. Like, that might be better key. off focusing yeah. on one or two.
2: That's what ate up the
1: time was was
2: driving between, and it had nothing to do with her or you know our tour guide. Right. She was great, but um, that's that's just what I would have done a little bit differently and maybe met in the park instead of at the hotel.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, listening you know listening to the two of you and comparing and contrasting, if I had to pick one, I would probably give the edge to Heather's. It's an yeah. hour longer. I mean, which adds an additional expense, of course, but still, you get an extra hour, um, and it's just so much more manageable because the parks are walkable. And so you yeah. you, just, you can really sort of maximize your time a little more.
2: And if Heather had said, oh, shoot, we really want to go do the Zephyrs again, she could have been there they, in five right, minutes. Right, they could have been there in
0: five <laughs> minutes, yeah. You know, um,
2: so while I, while I could have said, oh, sh- we do really want to go ride Guardians of the Galaxy, it would have taken
1: extra time to,
0: right. to get over there. Um, so in terms of bang for your buck, I feel like Disneyland might have the edge.
1: Yeah. It's so funny you say that because I've done them in on both destinations multiple times. And I personally, I love them in both places and they're a great value in both places. But like you said, it's just... I'm less tired at the end of the day at Disneyland than I am in Florida. Um, But when I was getting these set up, the owner of our agency, like we said, this was a a contest. We both won prizes. She's like, well, where do you want your tour? And I said, well, Disneyland, I have no plans to go. I just came back from Florida. I have no plans to go back there anytime soon. Um, So she's like, oh, but it's just so much more worth it in Florida. And I was like... I don't think that it is like you, you get a lot more out of your day when you're doing them in Disneyland. So it's an interesting way to
0: think about it, right? Because in Walt Disney world, can you get, it's sort of, it's, it's sort of how you think about it, right? In Disneyland, it is very easy to get back and forth for anybody. You don't need a VIP tour to get back and forth between the two, two parks easily. Right. Whereas at Walt Disney world, you really are get like that, yes, it takes a long time to get there, but that private transportation, you're still saving a lot of time over what it would be if you tried to do it yourself. Like, okay, we're going to spend the morning in the Magic Kingdom and then we're going to hop over to Epcot. That is a pain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is a pain without private transportation. Yeah. you know,
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, that private transportation is everything because not only are you not having to wait for a bus or a monorail or what have you, you're going backstage. So you're not sitting in you know okay we have, check and we the, have yeah. to park we have to go through security now we have to wait for everybody to right. figure out how to work the time turnstiles like that's a savior however it does eat up time if you're trying to go from animal kingdom to magic kingdom like Yes, they know the back roads, but it's still still a 20-minute drive no matter what you do. Exactly. So, you know, like, yes, that is worth it. And I'm not saying only do them at Disneyland because I do them frequently in Florida and I love them. But I I think that it's just much quicker and more efficient to get around. And even though you don't need that transportation in California, that's almost all the better because now you can get on more rides than you can in Florida going between the parks. Right. And do we know what
0: are, the, what are the approximate costs of the VIP tour, the hourly rate right now?
1: So they're a little pricier in Florida. They start at $450 an hour and go up to $750 an hour, mm-hmm. a minimum of seven hours. Again, you can add on up to three. You know that day if you choose, but so it's pricing, about three thousand six
0: hundred dollars is the minimum. The
1: minimum, um, and that just depends on the day of the week, the time of the year, how busy they are. So it fluctuates. Christmas Day, you're going to be paying that most expensive rate, um, right. and Disneyland's only slightly less expensive. I believe right now they start at four hundred and twenty-five and go mm-hmm. up to what seven twenty-five or something yeah. like, or maybe a little bit less. And they they will tell you
2: the price when you book it. Don't yeah. don't think that they that you're just going to go in and you may be paying thirty six hundred. You may be paying seven thousand. Right.
0: You'll know ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. you'll know ahead of
2: time, <laughs> and you will know what it is to add it. You know, at the end of the day, when they say we have about an hour left, do you, you know? They don't like give you a hard sell or anything to add it on, but you right. know they will say we have an hour left, and they will tell you what it will be if you're interested in adding it on. So you're not going to have. Be, be surprised at the at the
1: cost of right right but so. and then also you can book these 60 days in advance um and be aware of when you're looking to go so like I said if you're looking at Christmas break you want to book at that 60 days or give or take um yeah. because they will sell out um another thing to be aware of especially in California is there a special Thing going on. Like the D23 Expo is coming up in a month. um and All
0: the guides are going to be busy with celebrities.
1: Yeah. I had a client yeah. that ran into it. She's taking her daughter to the D23 Expo. It's going to be her daughter's first visit to Disneyland and she wanted a VIP guide for this day. And I called and they're like, oh, no, 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 we don't, no, there are no VIP tours this entire weekend because they're all busy the expo. with the, the celebrities. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. And she's like, we have two spots left for Thursday. Does she want it? And I'm like, oh, hold, please. And it was like a series of frantic phone calls trying to decide. And can she, is she willing to rearrange her trip? And so of course she wound up taking it. Um, But so things like that you need to think about. Um, Is Disney World opening a new attraction? Are there celebrities coming in? Is there a D23 event in Florida? Is there a media
0: event? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, you know, they're going to tie up a lot of the guides. So the earlier you can book that, not to say that you can't do it last minute. I'm sure there's plenty of times a year where you can, but if it's a busy time you
2: know yeah do it I, early i can't remember exactly what our tour guide said but i think she said there were something like 68 tours that day oh, that wow we were, that Wow. we were there it was a lot i didn't even realize i had that many but it was a wow. lot
0: so that's that's a lot mm-hmm. um but just to sort of break it down the numbers for a minute so at a minimum in walt disney world you're looking at about 360 dollars per person um just to give you an idea like, there are some backstage tours that are 250 you know, $300 a part. Like, this is this is not so completely wild compared to some of the other VIP experiences that you can have. Um, for example, the Wild Africa Trek, which we
1: love. Love, love.
0: it. But it's $250 a person at yeah. different times of the year. Like, the price varies. But, you know, it, at its most expensive, it's around $250, although it'll probably go back up. You know, that's not so far off <laughs> you know the yeah. 360 per person while I, as much as i love the wild africa trek you know i probably would be willing to pay another 100 bucks per person to get a vip
1: tour for the whole day you know so 100 yeah. percent, and you know of course the if it's just two of you the price is going to be a lot more expensive per right. person if you have that whole 10 10- Right. people group um so you know especially if you have two families going together and you can split the cost I mean that's amazing why wouldn't yeah. you do that it's so worth it yeah yes it is expensive but we say all of us and I see you guys on our Facebook groups and uh, talking about it too Disney is expensive now it is so so expensive so I don't know don't add on the genie plus do this instead it'll be a little bit more expensive but I promise you you'll have a better day yeah, I absolutely sure. have had clients that have chosen to stay at a value or a
0: moderate resort instead of a deluxe, and spend the extra money on VIP tours. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that is absolutely a way to do it. If you figure out, you know, you sort of reverse engineer it, right? If you know what you what your budget is for your trip, and you know you want to do a VIP tour, well, then you just back everything else out of that, you know, <laughs> like, it, yeah, it, it can be done if you make it a priority. And it, it, you know, tw- I mean, twenty one attractions. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, you can take peanut butter and jelly, (laughs) you know, if that's something
0: that throw an uncrustable in your backpack and hit, you know, like, let's
1: say this too. It doesn't necessarily need to be about going on the most attractions i think that's what the majority of people use it for yeah. but i've done vip tours where i was with somebody and we sat in club 33 for two and a half hours like you can make it as busy or as relaxed yes. as you want to be if your your idea of the perfect day at walt disney world um is going on you know your five favorite attractions and then you want to go to your favorite lounge and not have to wait to go into your lounge and spend spend an hour or two drinking some wine, they can arrange that for you. And there you go. That's taken care of. Like, it's your day, your day, whatever you want to do, you can do as much or as little as you want.
0: Yeah. Value is subjective and everybody has different priorities for their day, but just sort of trying to break it down from sort of a data perspective, (laughs) you know, it's helpful to know sort of like what you can possibly accomplish, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for, you know, taking the bullet for us and doing those VIP tours. I was going to say
1: I, I had forgotten that I had done this because it was so long ago um, now since we've re- I've done it. And now that we're recording, I'm like, I, I think that I need to go back to Disneyland and do another VIP tour. That was yeah. a really fun day. I yeah. Think- yeah. Set one of those up. We'll
0: we'll have to talk to the powers that be and see if they can uh, come up with another incentive. (laughs) Uh, All right. That does it. Uh, Coming up next, we have a Patreon extra. That is a surprise. We don't know what we're talking about yet. So stay tuned for that. Uh, If you're not a Patreon supporter, please go to patreon.com slash Disney park princess to get access to all of the perks, including bonus content, every, uh, Podcast episodes. Every time we have a podcast episode, we will have a Patreon bonus as well. It's usually about 10 or 15 minutes long. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.